0: Letter Thirty Eight of Clarissa, Volume One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anna Simon. Clarissa Harlowe, or The History of a Young Lady, Volume One, by Samuel Richardson. Letter Thirty Eight. Miss Clarissa Harlowe to Miss Howe, Monday, March Twenty. Your last so sensibly affects me, that I must postpone every other consideration, however weighty, to reply to it, and this I will do very distinctly, and with all the openness of heart which our mutual friendship demands. But let me observe in the first place, gratefully observe, that if I have in fifty passages of my letters given you such undoubted proofs of my value for Mr. Lovelace, that you have spared me, for the sake of my explicitness it is acting by me with a generosity worthy of yourself. But lives the man, think you, who is so very bad, that he does not give even a doubting mind reason at one time to be better pleased with him than at another. And when that reason offers, is it not just to express oneself accordingly? I would do the man who addresses me as much justice as if he did not address me. It has such a look of tyranny. It appears so ungenerous, methinks, in our sex, to use a man worse for his respect to us, no other cause for disrespect occurring, that I would not by any means be that person who should do so. But, although I may intend no more than justice, it will perhaps be difficult to hinder those who know the man's views from construing it as a partial favour and especially if the eager-eyed observer has been formerly touched herself, and would triumph that her friend had been no more able to escape than she. Noble minds, emulative of perfection, and yet the passion properly directed I do not take to be an imperfection neither, may be allowed a little generous envy, I think. If I meant by this a reflection, by way of revenge, it is but a revenge, my dear, in the soft sense of the word, I love, as I have told you, your pleasantry. Although at the time your reproof may pain me a little, yet, on recollection, when I find it more of the cautioning friend than of the satirizing observer, I shall be all gratitude upon it. All the business will be this. I shall be sensible of the pain in the present letter, perhaps, but I shall thank you in the next, and ever after. In this way, I hope, my dear, you will account for a little of that sensibility which you find above and perhaps still more as I proceed. You frequently remind me, by an excellent example, your own to me, that I must not spare you. I am not conscious that I have written anything of this man that has not been more in his dispraise than in his favour, such is the man that I think I must have been faulty, and ought to take myself to account if I had not. But you think otherwise. I will not put you upon labouring the proof, as you call it, My conduct must then have a faulty appearance at least, and I will endeavour to rectify it. But of this I assure you, that whatever interpretation my words were capable of, I intended not any reserve to you. I wrote my heart at the time. If I had had thought of disguising it, or been conscious that there was reason for doing so, perhaps I had not given you the opportunity of remarking upon my curiosity after his relations' esteem for me, nor upon my conditional liking, and such like. All I intended by the first, I believe, I honestly told you at the time. To that letter I therefore refer, whether it make for me or against me, and by the other, that I might bear in mind what it became a person of my sex and character to be and to do in such an unhappy situation, where the imputed love is thought an undutiful, and therefore a criminal passion, and where the supported object of it is a man of faulty morals, too. And I am sure you will excuse my desire of appearing at those times the person I ought to be, had I no other view in it but to merit the continuance of your good opinion. But that I may acquit myself of having reserves... Oh, my dear, I must here break off! End of letter 38